Hey, Moving Forward listeners, I'd like to take a quick minute to tell you about my new books. If you've been following the podcast, you'll know that I helped bring my dad's business into the 21st century with Poshmark. I've documented everything we've done so you can start a business right from your closet or expand an existing business with an effective e-commerce solution, even if you don't have a large marketing budget or social media following. The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses is now available in paperback and for Kindle. You can also find the Poshmark Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses with worksheets to help you manage your inventory and negotiate effectively and confidently on the platform. Both titles are available on Amazon, where you can find quick access links at bemovingforward.com or in my link tree, which is in the show notes for today's episode. Start learning and moving forward today. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 403 and rounding out the last of the Poshmark updates for now. Uh, So we're going to talk about a couple of features that have been released, smaller features, and ones that are being rolled out currently. But before we get to that, I just want to give a mention that I was a featured guest on Winnie Sun's Level Up show, which aired on Friday I didn't mention it on last week's episode because it was scheduled after I recorded that episode. It was kind of last minute, but it aired on Friday. We had a great conversation about uh, my book, The Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses. And I shared the story of how really uh, we discovered Poshmark as an e-commerce solution for a small retail business. So great conversation. It's available on many different platforms. Uh, I'll have the YouTube um, version of the episode linked in today's write-up. All right, so let's jump right in. A couple of other features that Poshmark has rolled out or is in the process of rolling out that I want to mention. One is a smaller one. It's called Rotate Images. So as I've talked about on prior episodes, especially in the early episodes of the Poshmark miniseries, that Poshmark really makes it very easy to create a listing. You basically click on that sell button. It opens up right into your camera. You can snap 16 photos. When we started, it was eight. Now it's up to 16 photos. We don't even use all of them. And one of the seller tips that I recommend is to leave at least a couple of spaces so that if you need to answer a question and you can do so visually, use those extra slots to take those additional photos. Um, You can also upload photos. And so if you have photos of an item that are already stored on your album, you can upload those straight from your phone. But now they've added a small enhancement where you can rotate the images. So if for some reason, let's say you have an image already on your phone, it's of an item, maybe it's sideways, you can upload that image or rotate it. Uh, so that it's it's facing the correct direction, or if you need to rotate an image that you just took off of the um, off of your phone, opening up the cell option, you can do that. I should also mention that it's pretty nice because Poshmark's photos are formatted as square, simple, similar to an Instagram template. That if you have photos on your phone that are not square shaped, they're rectangular rectangle shape you can zoom in and out you can crop them or you can you can squeeze them so that they have the letter boxing effect in other words the black bars so that it turns it into a square so they've made the photo option a lot more flexible than in the past and that's available on the latest version of the app 
Another feature, and this is geared towards sellers, is the ability to bulk upload listings. Now, this is a feature I've not tried out yet, and it currently is only available on the web version of Poshmark and only available to ambassador-level sellers or partnered brands. So if you log in through the web version of Poshmark, you can use a bulk upload to create listings. And essentially, you just... Uh, go to the sell on Poshmark option, and then there's a bulk upload, and then you fill in the different pieces of information to create a bulk listing. So that's an interesting feature, one I've not yet had a chance to try out yet. Uh, if I do get a chance to try that out, I'm not sure that it's one that we'll be using specifically, but it's good to know that it's there, especially when you have a lot of different listings. And this is one actually I do think a lot of small businesses would probably be able to utilize for, for their stores. So who knows, it might be one that we may end up using in the future. So if we, if we do use it, I will be sure to give you my thoughts and feedback on it. One that uh, is currently rolling out, a feature that is currently rolling out, which I think is really interesting, is called Ship with QR Code. And this was uh, announced uh, fairly recently. I think they announced it at PoshFest, and it's on their website. And it's currently rolled out, so it's not available to all Poshmark users. In fact, I don't have it yet on my uh, version. So once it's available, I'll be able to try it out and give you some feedback. But essentially what it does is it allows you, instead of printing out shipping labels once you sell an item, you can generate a QR code that you can take to the post office. They can scan it and print out the label for you. And essentially what you do is you set it as a shipping preference under My Seller Tools. You go to Ship Label Settings and then set QR code as a preference. And then essentially when you sell an item, it'll beam the QR code, uh, I think, into your email. And then uh, we're on the app. I, I haven't seen the exact configuration of where it appears. I'm guessing email, maybe on the app itself. And then you take it, your phone to the uh, post office and then uh, take it up front and they can scan it and print a label. What I don't know and what I'm curious is if the QR code will work on a self-serve kiosk because I use that quite a bit. I've talked about this on prior episodes that uh, self-serve kiosks are a great way to bypass a lot of the long lines at the post office. Just basically scan your packages and then drop them off into a tumbler or put them, uh, put them in that section where you can just drop off packages. So I don't know if it works with that. I would be curious to try it out. Again, that feature is currently being rolled out. So some users have it, not all do. Okay, another minor enhancement to the shipping process. Once you've sold an item, uh, it traditionally what you would have to do is when you take your package to the post office, you would need to check off three boxes that you've packed the item, printed the label, and that you've shipped it out and then confirm. So it's basically a three checklist process. Uh, and I think that was just to ensure that you followed the, the different steps, especially for new sellers. And then um, there was that alternative where you could use the pull-down menu and you could confirm multiple items that you've shipped them out and that would bypass that. Now they've just turned it into a one, it looks like they've turned it into a one-touch process. So instead of confirming each step, print label, pack and ship, checking off each box, you just hit a ship button and it'll actually just confirm all three steps at once. So 
that's just a streamlining. So it's a very minor update. But I do want to provide that because that actually occurred fairly recently. What I don't know, and I haven't been able to confirm this, and I will as soon as I do, is that for items that sell at full price, I don't know if you still have to wait three hours. That that was the standard, that you could not check any of the three boxes until three hours had passed. Uh, I've actually sent feedback, and, and this I mentioned on the wish list episode last year. My wish would be that they would either shorten that time or allow some sort of waiver because we've had situations where buyers want an item right away and we can take it to the post office right away, and uh, but we ha- we're kind of hamstrung by that three-hour wait period. And that's designed to protect buyers who may accidentally buy something at full price. It gives them that leeway to cancel an order. Our experience has been that anytime we have a situation like that, and it's far and few in between, that you'll get an accidental purchase. But anytime that there is a full price purchase that ends up being canceled, it usually happens within the first 15 minutes. I don't believe I've ever seen any cancellations beyond that. Certainly not within uh, the the upper limits of a three-hour buffer. So I don't know if that is still in effect or is still in force uh, now that they've gotten rid of the three checklist uh, pre-step for shipping out items. But the next time we get a full price purchase, I'll be able to see whether or not that's in fact the case and I'll report back accordingly. All right, the final update I'm going to cover today, this is a feature that is currently in beta and uh, I'll share a little bit of my story with it, I've not yet been able to, to try this out. It's called Posh Live Shows. It's currently in beta. You can read about it on the website. And essentially what it is, is it allows sellers to do live streams. So they can do full live streams where they're basically displaying their items, featuring items, and people can purchase where bid on them. So there is an auction aspect that I think that they've added to it. I don't quite know how that works. I've only been able to peek at a few uh, seconds or a minute or two of a couple of different live shows. It looks very interesting. So it's essentially integrating the live stream aspect that you might find on social media channels, almost with like a home shopping network type of feature into Poshmark. Now, we actually did sign up to do a beta. It requ- uh, The beta test Uh, actually requires there's a training for it. And then uh, we were going to do two slots. Unfortunately, the schedule was such that uh, they, the time they had scheduled was in Pacific time. We mistakenly thought it was Eastern time and the the actual time didn't work. So we ended up having to, to cancel. Uh, So I haven't had a chance to try this out. I am curious about it. My Uh, uh, curiosity is definitely peaked. I don't know about the feature very much other than it's really integrating that live stream aspect into the selling process. So I'm really curious to see uh, what it's like. And I'm curious as to what the feedback is because it's been in beta. If you're on Poshmark, especially as a buyer, you will see that you can access these and buyers are attending these Poshmark live shows And um, I'm curious, both from a buyer and seller perspective, how it's going. And if any of you listening are Poshmark sellers and have tried out the beta feature of Posh Live Shows, 
feel free to reach out. Let me know what you think of it. I, I would definitely be curious. But this is something that they're beta testing. I'm guessing that they're going to get gather their feedback on it, see what worked, what didn't, and then uh, decide if they're going to roll this out uh, basically the to the entire community. But that is a beta test. So uh, again, it's one that I can't really give my feedback on it. So the features that are out now and that are available as of the latest update is are some of the smaller enhancements, such as rotate images, being able to bypass the three pre-checklist options before you ship out an item. And if you're on the web version of Poshmark, being able to bulk upload. By the way, I actually have one of my friends who was one of my beta readers uses Poshmark on the web quite a bit. She is a big fan of it. Um, she, She runs Poshmark off of her iPad and finds that the web version is actually really, really um, better suited than uh, using the app version. There is, as far as I know, there's not a dedicated Poshmark iPad app. And so she has to use the the mobile app on the iPad. And uh, based on my conversation with her, the web version actually uh, has a little more functionality. So I think she uses the web version quite a bit. I've used it on occasion and it is interesting. I mean, there are some uh, differences between the two, but uh, bulk upload that's available on the web. The features that are currently rolling out is ship with QR code. And, uh, you know, that I'm curious to try out as well. I'm mostly curious to see if that'll work with the self-serve kiosk. And right now in beta is the Posh Live shows. And that's a feature that we'll probably be hearing more about. All right, that's it for today. Fairly quick episode, but this will wrap up for now the Poshmark update series. So I've covered uh, some of the major updates over the last uh, couple of months. You'll find episode 403 uh, will be added to the Poshmark mini-series page at bemovingforward.com. 401 and 402 are already there. Uh, and remember, if you want to learn more about Poshmark, I have not only the entire mini-series up on uh, bemovingforward.com, but I have two books. I have the Poshmark Guide for Individuals and Small Businesses, which is available in paperback and Kindle, and the Poshmark Seller Journal for Individuals and Small Businesses, which, incre- uh, which includes a number of copies of the worksheets that I created for the Poshmark Guide, including inventory management and negotiating guidelines, which I talked about a lot on 402. So uh, that's available in paperback, and those books are available on Amazon. So you can find that on Amazon directly. You can find it at bemovingforward.com. I've got links to it. You can find it in the show notes for these episodes or in my link tree. All right, once again, uh, I encourage you to check out my conversation with Winnie Sun on her Level Up show. A great conversation about how we discovered Poshmark as an e-commerce solution for small businesses. All right, the write-up for today's episodes at bemovingforward.com. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And I'll be back next week. You can find the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. The views expressed by any featured guests are not necessarily those of the host, the program, or affiliates. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and BeMovingForward.com. All rights reserved.